Hey neighbors, welcome back to the Flower House. I'm your host, Tamara. And I'm your co-host, Christina. And grab your blanket. I know it's Monday morning, but grab your blanket and your favorite slippers because it's story time. We're kind of doing a chill episode here, telling a story, but there's going to be helpful tips at the end, so don't go. <laughs> so there's a couple times in my life that I think are like good stories to pull out in interviews or, you know, just like at a party, like this crazy thing happened to me. And honestly, people never believe me that crazy things happen to me until they like are with me and they witness them. Like your house burning down? (laughs) Exactly. I believe you. Thank you. This is a true story. I will try to not make it as dramatic as possible. But I also want it to be interesting. So this actually Mm. happened in, and it's a hiking story. This happened in 2020. So um, me and a friend of mine, we were just sitting on a a swing one day because we're children. (laughs) And we were like, hey, let's take a trip. And we were like, yeah, you know what? Like she was off from school for the summer. I have vacation days. And we had been like in the house so I mean it was the pandemic it it was the pandemic exactly so we pulled up a map of the U.S. because we we like hiking so we pulled up a map of the U.S. and we were like where's there a lot of trees and so we literally just picked a random state we (sighs) picked we picked some random trees and we were like we're gonna go here we're gonna take a road trip to here so we ended up in Springfield Missouri where they have the largest fork in the world. Fun fact. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Fun fact that you never needed. We hiked in the Ozark. And if you've ever watched the movie Ozark, where they like do money laundering for, I want to say it's drugs. Yeah, they money launder for drugs. That's where it's supposed to be set in Ozark, Missouri. So we drove through there. We did like a short hike there. But we ended up in the Mark Twain Forest. And I want to say the path that we were on was Council Bluff. Yeah, it had to be Council Bluff Lake, um, where we wanted to, you know, be in the trees and we wanted to do a loop. Mistake number one. So, yep. So this is how it starts out. So we drove there, spent a couple days just exploring Missouri. And then we said, okay, on Sunday, we're going to go hike. We're going to go do our big hike because this is a hiking trip. So we're going to do a big hike. So, you know, we got all of our stuff together and I looked online and, okay, I promise I'm not stupid. Just a little <laughs> bit dumb. All right. So we look online and I Googled this park. I Googled, you know, where we were going to go hike and it said closed on Sundays. So... Me being me, I was like, well, obviously, you can't close the outdoors. Oh, Tamara. <laughs> can't close the outdoors. Like, how are you going to tell me I can't hike? Like, it's outside. Like, how? what do you Don't mean it's Don't tell me closed? you went there on a Sunday. Yeah, we did. And <laughs> it was like the last day that we were there. Uh, we extended our trip an extra day, and that that's when we ended up going. And it might have been it might have been a Saturday 
but I'm pretty sure it was a Sunday. And (laughs) (laughs) whatever day it was, it was closed. And so we get up in the morning, we pack up the car, and we start driving towards Mark Twain Forest. We drove out to our original trail. And as we got there, we see, okay, well, there's so many different trailheads that we could do. And these are really, the one that we had driven to was like super small. It was like a one mile, one mile hike. And we're like, you know, we've driven so far that we don't want to do a one mile hike, like boring. So what do we do? We drive an extra hour and a half. Now, mind you, we had already driven an hour and a half, two hours to get there. So we drive an extra hour and a half to Council Bluff. And as we're driving, it's getting creepy. And we're like, uh. Creepy in which way? Where are the humans? A. B. All of the humans here look like they would kill me if they saw me. Um, They looked very dangerous. Like they might have like people locked in their basement. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think we've driven through some places like that. And I've made comments like that. (laughs) <laughs> like, don't run out of gas over here. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so this is this is like 12, 1 o'clock. And so we get to the trail. And as we're getting there, we notice that we don't have any cell service and no internet. Oh, that's the yeah. worst. Yeah, red flag. I ignore red flags and everything. So we were like, hmm, well guess we can't tell our family where we are because all they know is that we're in Missouri. And so we're like, all right, well, it'll be fine. It's a short trail. It was only 12 miles. <laughs> short trail? But it was a loop. So <laughs> it was a loop. So we get there and, <laughs> and we're like, all right, well, you know, we're well prepared. So we have our we take our IDs, we put them in our pocket because we're like, just in case we die, we want them to be able to identify our bodies. You know, we take our our waters, we take our snacks. We had a couple knives, um, some pepper spray, you know, anything you need to survive, yoga mats. It's really funny. It started out like a horror movie, honestly. Like up to this point, I'm sure it sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> so we start hiking and, you know, we do the little thing where we put our... Um, you're supposed to put, you know, your name on the front of your car. And we're like, it's fine. Now, mind you, the park is closed. That's right. You went when it's closed. Which means there are no park rangers. Mind you, there's this board. And I have an engineering degree. But I'm not a fan of, like, being patient and, like, reading things. So <laughs> there's this board. And it has all of these different signs on it. And so, like missing person signs? No, 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 no. Like, (laughs) oh, like here's a map. Oh, Oh, important information that you should know. Yeah. If you get lost, follow the follow the stream. Water always flows downhill. You'll end up at people. Yada yada yada. So I read like two of the signs, and then I'm like, all right, let's go. This is a board with like 20 signs on it, just so you know. I took a little picture of the map. That's a good idea. Yeah, thanks. We start hiking, and she pulls out her phone, and she goes, Hey, guys, 
we're hiking at this park and it's this day and it's this time and if you're seeing right seeing this right now you're a very lucky person and then you know we take like this cute picture and it's all great and we're like walking we're hiking along like the three musketeers but there's only two of us so we're hiking along like peanut butter and jelly let's just say that right and so we see people that are like out like picnicking and stuff like that and we were like i'm tired of seeing people that keep disturbing our hike how dare people be out there when it's closed (laughs) i know why are they here with us we go a couple more miles and we see this pier and so we we decide we're going to do yoga on this pier so we do yoga on this pier it was a great pier okay. to do yoga on because it went out over the water. It was really nice. Sounds peaceful. It was. Oh. And then people showed up and they started oh. doing stupid shit like jumping off the pier into the water and just being young, I guess. <laughs> you talk as if you're an old woman. <laughs> I know, but I was not having it. And so, you know, they kept like looking at us and it was it was not great so after we finished our yoga and we were like you know namaste and we were like let's go walk now so at this point we're probably five miles in we got seven to go now mind you the last time we went to the bathroom was before we like right before we started and this was a real real hike and they didn't really have a facilities like that everywhere so we're like hiking along and I'm like I wonder what's out here with us you know and I'm like I wonder if they have like big cats I know in Missouri they have wolves but you know because like a couple days ago we had seen a sign that said wolves like beware of wolves but I was like don't don't worry about it there's only one wolf in the picture the two of us can take one wolf like I think we'll be fine (laughs) one wolf in the picture (laughs) and I later learned that wolves travel in packs like always so just because there's one wolf in the picture doesn't mean there's gonna be one wolf in person but it's fine (laughs) oh my gosh it's fine you know I've learned a lot since then anyways And so I'm like, I wonder if there's like cats out here. So I'm like, girl, don't worry about it. I'm going to look out for the cats. So, you know, every once in a while, I'm like looking back to check and make sure there's no cats or whatever. And we are getting bored. Okay. It's been a minute since we sent any people. And so we just start counting in Spanish. And uh, that's how we got to the next bathroom. It was starting to get like later. And we went, we went back in the woods. We got lost a couple of times, not gonna lie. And um, <laughs> and so we went back in the woods, and we are like planning our next trip because we're like, wow, we're so great. Like we did barely any planning. This turned out so well. Oh my god, we're awesome. And so our next trip is gonna be here. We're gonna do this. Like yes, and. Then we look up, we like, we see something move and we look up and it's like a pack of deer and they're like five feet from us. And we're like, oh shit, we didn't see them. Like, this is a problem. We should have seen these deer. Like there was like five or six of them 
and we did not see them till they were right next to us. So we're like, yeah. hmm, that's a problem. But we're like, you know what? We just need to be a little more, more alert. You know what? You watch hmm. our P's, I'll watch our Q's, and we'll be good. <laughs> and, and so we're like, let's pay attention. Let's speed it up a little bit. So then we end up going into the deep woods. I'm like, hey, do you feel like something's watching us? And she's like, yeah, I'm getting this really creepy feeling. So we um, we trade weapons. We're like, all right, well, you know, I'll have the knife. You have the pepper spray and the stick, and we're going to be good. Um, you know, we're, I'm watching our back. We're like, you know, looking around. We've got a flashlight. At this point, we let our other friend know where we are because her uh, her phone had service, like a little bit of service. She was like, hey, you know, if we're not back by this time, whatever. Like, you know, like send help basically like mm-hmm. here's our location yeah sos sos if we not back and <laughs> so we make it out of the deep woods for a little bit and we see these two guys on a boat like they were like super close we hadn't seen people in a while and so we were like hey like how are you doing and you know like you know kind of chatted with them a little bit like a very little bit like hey how you doing like nice to see people haven't seen people in a while yeah <laughs> <laughs> have a good one and so we end up going back into the bush and we take another break because at this point we're like, we're almost done. And we were at a crossroads, but we didn't have a map. We had the GPS on my phone and we were like, let's just follow that. And so as we're sitting at this place, taking a break, my friend had on socks that like to cover her ankles between her leggings and her and her feet, she sat on a tick bed, a tick nest, actually. Oh. Yeah, so she ended up with a, like like a hundred ticks on her. It was awful, um, and she was like, she had to like pick them up and pick them off of her. It was it was awful, uh, pretty gruesome. But um, yeah. and she was like, oh, I hope I don't get any viruses. That's like one of my worst nightmares. Yeah, I didn't even know they had nest. But yeah, so, but I was fine. I had like maybe one tick on me. I was fine. Because uh, I, I didn't sit on them, right? And they didn't have anything to grip yeah. to because they, they really got in her socks. Like they, they gripped oh. to her socks really well. And so we're like, do we turn left or do we turn right? So we decided to turn left because we were like, this seems like the right direction. And at this point, we had to like climb over a tree because it, was, it had fallen in our path. Which at that point, we should have said, hey, we saw some bikers earlier and there's no way bikers would be able to go over a tree. But we didn't. We just kept going. We we stepped over a river. It was very cute. We're like, oh, rock hop. <laughs> We're doing great. <laughs> and at this point, we had reached we had reached the, the 12 miles of the hike, but we weren't back. It was starting to get dark. And so she was like, you know, we're lost. We need to, um, we need to think about what we're gonna do if we stay the night in the forest. And I was like, she's really horrifying. I was like, no, we don't. We we need to figure out how we're gonna get out. Yeah, because I know how you feel about camping and being in the woods. (laughs) It's sleeping outside. She's like, we can sleep on our yoga mats, and then we'll just cover ourselves with our jackets. Like, we'll be fine. She's like coming up with this whole process of how we gonna sleep outside. I'm not a survivor. Okay, I would not make it 
two episodes on Lost. <laughs> like I might survive the plane crash, but I'm I'm not surviving nothing else. <laughs> like that's it. It's just like kill me now. Um, yeah, something about Tamara is she loves nature and outdoors and hiking, but you cannot get her to sleep outside. <laughs> no, no, there's 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 plenty of things that I won't do outside. I won't sleep outside, and you will not catch me use the bathroom outside. Like I will, I will, I just can't. She will die before that happens. I will. I, I will. I'll just be like, take me now. I'm not willing to fight this hard. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're walking and we can see that we're getting closer to a road, like on the, on the Google Maps. We know it's not the road that, you know, we want, but we know that it's a road and we're like, you know, worst case scenario, we could get a car to take us to our car. But, you know, we should be able to walk it and it'll be fine. Now... At this point, she's like, oh, you know, well, we're talking about the signs that we saw. And I'm like, oh, if you see a snake, do this. You know, if you get lost, follow water. And she's like, yeah, if you see a bear, make yourself big. And I was like, hold the fuck up. What do you mean if you see a bear? She was like, yeah, there was a sign on the thing. It was like, if you see a bear, you know what to do. Make yourself big. Do this, do that. And I was like, there's bears out here. (laughs) Like, you should have told me that earlier. (laughs) We could have not came the fuck out here. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Like, like snakes? Okay, I got you. I can deal with the snake. Like Wolves are okay. At that time, I thought wolves, you know, was just one of them. And I was also thinking, like, wolves were three hours away. Wolves aren't in this forest. They was in the other forest. It's fine. Mm. You know, because wolves don't have feet. They don't travel. So it was, it was fine. So, like, why would they ever travel anywhere? Um, and so we're just walking and, and we're lost. We know that we're lost. And we hear splashing in the water. And we're like, we both stop. And we're like, what was that? And I'm like, you're overreacting. It's obviously somebody camping, taking a bath in the water. <laughs> And she's just like, I don't think so. That sounds like an animal. I was like, obviously, if somebody camping with their dog and they're both taking a bath in the water, you're overreacting. (laughs) It's like they're playing. I was like, so she was like, so what do you think we should do? I was like, we should say hello. And she's like, she's like, that's a bad idea. I was like, why is it a bad idea? If it's human, they'll respond and say hello. Like, it'll be fine. And if it's not human, it won't respond. We'll be fine. Pretty sure it's human. Taking a bath. And they won't be alarmed. They'll be like, oh, we about to see you naked. Like, hello. Like, you might want to put something on. And so she goes, "Mm, I think that's a bad idea. I said, okay. We'll just go and see if we see them first. So we take one more step. Literally one more step. And the rustling in the water stops and we start seeing trees move towards us as this is running towards us uh we discover it's a bear at some point it turned and went the other way because it figured out where we were and it, it wasn't confrontational and and so it ended up going the other way but we're sitting there losing our shit we're like fuck we're gonna die (laughs) because a bear is scary 
bears are scary exactly and if something that big is in the forest with us like we don't know is this a baby bear is this a mama bear are we in between the baby and the mama bear is it gonna attack us like how many of them are out here so many questions and bears are apex predators how many how many family members are in these berenstain bear family exactly how many is this is this brother bear or mama bear like what's going on and and we're like okay but i i'm so glad that it was i was with who i was with because we pulled our shit together we said okay if it's a bear you can't run so you can't run you can't turn your back on it uh, you can't make yourself small. You don't want to make a lot of you. You want to make a lot of noise so that they don't approach you. This, that, and the other. And so we're internally freaking out individually. And we say, okay, when was the last time you saw people? We can't. Obviously, we can't sleep here now. So we're like, when's the last time we saw people? And we're like, it was the two guys on the boat. That was three miles ago, two and a half, three miles ago. And so we're like, hail Mary, right? We're going to go back for them. Hope hope they're still there. So we get back to the area where they were and in record time, like that tree that had fallen in the path that had taken us 10 minutes to get over before, 30 seconds, we was over that tree. <laughs> I was, we were like ninjas. It was parkour out there. Like it, was like a, it was like ninja warrior. It was crazy how we slid over that tree. Backpacks and all, we were like, don't die. You better not fall because also... Like the tree had fallen on the path, but the path was a cliff. Like, oh my god! If you fall off the path, you're gonna fall like fifteen, twenty feet. I mean, mm-hmm. there's trees down there, but you don't really want to fall fifteen, twenty feet in the woods when it's getting dark. And there's bears. <laughs> and there's bears. We was like, let's go. Um, and so we did a good job of like talking to each other, keeping each other calm. And so we get back to the place where we saw the guys. We don't see them. And so we're like looking around and I see someone on the other side of the lake. I'm like, they're the only people out here. We need them. And we knew they weren't going to hear help because for some reason help doesn't carry well. But I was like, I'm an idiot, guys. Don't judge me. I was like, this is water. What do you do to carry sound over water? when you need help. So I screamed Marco. (laughs) I was like, Marco. And I swear it was like the forest was alive. As soon as I go Marco, so much stuff started moving in the forest. I was like, oh my God, like I hope this works because now everything knows that we're here. You alerted the enemy. Exactly. And my friend did not sign off on me making noise. She was just like, we're going to sleep here and it's going to be fine. I was like, I'm not sleeping out here. I don't mess with birds. I don't mess with bears. I don't mess with nothing that's in the water here. You can't climb a tree to get away from a bear. You can't get in the water to get away from a bear. You can't outrun it. We got to go. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what you don't understand. We got to go. And so I'm like, Marco. And then lo and behold, they go, Polo? (laughs) (laughs) from across the lake and so we marco poloed them to us like we could see like them pop up like what what was that right and so these two uh one was middle-aged one was old white guys come over on their boat and we got on their boat and they (laughs) (laughs) they were his name was his name was bill (laughs) 
<laughs> Bill and good Bill's old Bill. Dad. Yeah, but good old Bill. Uh, <laughs> Bill and his dad. Uh, turns out that Bill actually was a subcontractor. Uh, he worked in he he worked for a steel company, hmm. and so um, actually was working as a general contractor at the time. And he had been to my state, and it was actually really cool. So yeah, so they drove us back to our car on their boat. And they were like, you guys are so lucky. Like we were getting ready to go home. And so they take us to the pier where we're the only car left. (laughs) And we take a picture with them because they're like, this is a really cool story. We've got to share this on Facebook. And it's really funny because a couple years later, I met a professor from Springfield, Missouri. And he looked at me and he was like, do I know you? And I, I'm, I'm still willing to bet that he just saw a picture of me and my friend on Facebook <laughs> being saved by these two random guys on a boat from Missouri. And, and they made a Facebook post about it saying, like, we saved these two ladies. Oh, absolutely. They they definitely said they were going to post it on Facebook. They were like, this is so such a cool story. Can we post this on Facebook? We told them we saw a bear. And they were like, oh, that's so cool. There's been a lot of bears out here lately. I was not having it. They were like, oh, we only got to see some deer. And I'm like, well, you could have saw. I'll trade. I will trade. And so we end up driving back. The next day we drove. We were like, wow, we're alive. You know, like, you know, we we were like, we're not going to take life for granted. And you lived to tell the tale. And I lived to tell the tale. So a couple of lessons that we learned. Um, First of all, travel with a, a knife that's big enough to actually do damage. B when you're hiking, travel with bear spray, especially if there's going to be bears. You know, let someone know where you are. Download the map so you could have it offline. I now use this app called All Trails. And so um, every time I go hiking now, I can download a step-by-step map. And whether I lose internet or not, I still know where I am. And then just make sure people know where you are. Have a backup plan. Don't go anywhere that's closed. Of course, bring um, bring Lucky. a first aid kit whenever you go hiking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're learning from my mistakes here. Okay. Um, make sure you yeah. go in ample in ample uh, daylight, and then you know just be aware of your surroundings. Hiking, it can be very rewarding. I've I've got some gorgeous pictures from there. Um, it definitely taught us a lot about ourselves. It was really important that we didn't, you know, project our fear on each other because that would have been really bad. Even though we felt like we were in danger, neither one of us started running to leave the other one. <laughs> like we weren't <laughs> gonna leave the other one behind. It was it was very important that we stayed together. That's awesome that you guys were able to keep yourself calm like that. Yeah, and I, I I think it's a pretty common theme in my life where whenever I'm in a life or death situation, I'm extremely calm. The point is to say, remain calm. And then just the most important thing is make sure people know where you are. Yeah, so I have one. And read the signs. And read the signs. I have one advice that I actually heard online and it was when you go on a hike like that 12 mile hike in the woods deep woods change your voicemail to 
where you're at and what time it is and like the details on your location. So if your phone dies or you lose service, if anybody tries calling you, they can hear that on your voicemail. Like I'm located here. This is what time it is. You know, if I don't answer by this time, call somebody. Almost like an automatic reply. Yeah, basically. But it's like that. But yeah, so like if their phone dies, they, people can still know like, okay, wait a minute. They haven't contacted me and that was this many hours ago. Right. Something's wrong. That's and true. they have a general location of where it's at. Anyways, I just saw it online somewhere idea. and I thought that's a cool idea. That is a good idea. Or you could just like send like a mass text to the people that love you. You could do that too. And make sure that they know that you uh where you are. Yeah. One really good tip um before we started and your tip was don't go hiking. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did say that. I said I have a good tip. Don't hike. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I have really bad luck when it comes to hiking, so I probably should not hike. Now, I like hiking but not that kind of hiking I don't like the kind of hiking where you have no service you're out in the woods and you don't know if you're gonna make it back out I like the kind of hiking where it's like a leisure walk on a nature trail on the beach or something you know like there's still civilization I think that's going for a walk okay I like going for walks then (laughs) (laughs) so Thank you for sharing that story, and I'm glad that you're alive. I'm glad I'm alive, too. I hope you guys learned something new, like don't go hiking. <laughs> and, and, and wolves travel in packs. Yeah, yeah. Tammy didn't know that, guys. Please let us know if you knew that. I want to know if that's like <laughs> common knowledge or not. <laughs> I mean, I knew that, but for some reason, I just thought like everybody knew that, but apparently not. I feel like I knew that. But I just forgot think it. about that because they only like, why would you say wolves here and only show one of them in the picture? Like, at least show two of them. Because, oh my gosh. <laughs> I think they assume there's going to, people know that there's more than one, but. Sorry, last thing. My friend was like, I kind of wanted it to, if we get, if we, if it was any animal, I'd want it to be a lion. So before it killed me, I could pet its mane. I just want to see if it feels soft. I'm like, oh my God. I don't think she's going to find a lion in Springfield, Missouri. It was uh, Council Bluff, Missouri. No, she's oh, not going to find a lion there either. Yeah. But still. <laughs> All right. I want to go ahead and move on to the good news minute. And this one is about a woman named Sarah Pulley. She's a mom of a former NICU baby. Tamara, are you familiar with NICU babies? Yes. I might not know about wolves, but I know about babies. Okay. So it's usually like, it. well, it tends to be like the high-risk newborns that are born at the hospital, you know. Mm-hmm. So she had a NICU baby in the past, and she opened a hospital beauty bar for parents who have high-risk newborns. Some parents are there. For a long time yeah, in the hospital. And as a parent, like if my kid's at the hospital, I'm going to be at the hospital. hospital. That's just that's just how it works. You basically live there. Right. Um, or you go every day. You that's that's your life until your child comes home with you. But she donated a chair from her salon and she contacted her distributor 
and they agreed to provide $150 worth of free hair care products, and she volunteered her hairstyling skills. She does shampoo, blow dry, and she gives scalp massages on the second Wednesday of each month. Yeah. I know. And it's like, this is so nice because I, that's like, I feel like the last thing a parent really thinks about, you know, just having time to step away. Cause you don't want to leave the hospital. I feel like, so it makes you feel better. That's in the hospital. You step away and just get a haircut. Like it sounds something as simple as like getting a haircut or getting your hair washed, but it's a pretty big deal when you're at the hospital with someone every day. I feel like that's so true. But she does this. Um, she volunteers her services at Riley Children's Health, I think. Yeah, in Indiana. Aww. Anyways, I just thought that was really cool that she volunteers her time to do that for parents who are honestly stressed and tired. <laughs> I love that. That's wonderful. Thank you guys for joining us this week in the Flower House. And thank you, Tamara, for sharing with us your story about how you barely survived. Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't bear to take this anymore. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Bye.